This is an All Ears English podcast episode 829, time, date, season, and distance, four key differences to keep in mind. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we got a great question from Danny, who reminded us that when we use the term fall as a season, it might be confusing for some listeners. We'll address the issue and give you four tips to reduce confusion across cultures. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Michelle, how you doing today? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am feeling pretty good. We've got some background music today, guys, because I am recording in a cafe because we had a power outage at home. (laughs) But hey, Michelle, this kind of thing happens once in a while and you got to just roll with it. I love that expression to roll with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like it too. Yeah, we're rolling with it. We're connecting. (laughs) Exactly. So I want to start by saying thank you to a couple of our awesome listeners. Guys, I want to thank you for reviewing us in Apple Podcast. It's actually Apple Podcast now is what it's called, not iTunes. It's Apple Podcast. So thank you to It's Great from USA on September 17th. Thank you to Season 4990 from China. Thank you to Aldaik from USA. Thank you to Leo Cotti from Brazil, CBQMA from Germany, and Alexandra Giordanelli from Brazil. Thanks, guys. And if you haven't reviewed us yet, go on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher app or whatever your app is to listen to us and review us. Nice, nice. All right. So, Michelle, I mean, when you've traveled, I know you studied abroad in England. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So when you were there, did you ever get confused like when you were talking about dates or writing out dates or measurements even or time of day? Yeah, well, I remember with the with the dates, um, I got I, I actually got used to writing it the other way because you know when you write out dates, that's a little bit different, like that yeah. in terms of the order of the month and the day. So we'll talk about that a little bit, but that definitely uh, took some time to get used to, and then I got used to doing it that way, and it was hard to switch back. <laughs> really, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, not hard, but like I would think about it, and I got used to it. I liked it. It sounds like you're a very adaptive person. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> That's good. So guys, before we get into today's topic, I want to remind you, if you are taking the IELTS exam, you're going to want to go right now and subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. This podcast is awesome and it will get you to your seven or higher on the IELTS exam. So Michelle, we're going to start with a really good question from one of our listeners. And I believe this is a student in one of our courses as well. So we love this kind of feedback. So let's go ahead 
ahead and read the question together. Would you read the first part of the question for us? Sure. All right. Okay. Hi, Lindsay. In episode 800, you refer to when you started the All Ears English podcast as fall 2013. I just wanted to mention how this is almost nonsense <laughs> for people <laughs> from tropical countries like Brazil or how this may be confusing for people living below the equator line. That's so funny. Nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. It's just a side point. When we say it's nonsense, it's a little bit rude to say that. Um, but I, I don't think our listener realized that. So we're not taking it personally. <laughs> yeah, you could right. say like, oh, it, it doesn't really make sense. It or doesn't make like sense. No, it, do, it, it doesn't bother us. But, yeah, <laughs> it's just, okay. You know. <laughs> All right. More specifically, I'm from Brazil and we don't really point out um, the year's seasons as a reference to a moment or a period of the year. To begin with, most region, regions of Brazil may have just summer as a season. <laughs> and uh. even for people living more in the south part of the country where they do have fall and winter, Brazilians never use seasons as an indication of the mm. period. Um where someone did something, we simply specify the month or sometimes the semester. Let's keep going, Michelle. All right. Similarly, in Brazil and in Australia, the seasons flow backwards in relation to North America or Europe. So mm. when you mention you did something in fall 2013, you mean September to December. But when I was living in Australia, this would mean March to September. Yeah. Also, in my experience living for seven months in Australia, Australians would use seasons as a reference to a period in a year, not so often as I see people using it now living in Canada or as I know Europeans use frequently. Oh, boy. Anyway, this subject is actually quite interesting and may even be an inspiration for a podcast topic for you. I also thought that you could make a better connection with your listeners if you had a more clear reference to the month or the semester. For example, when talking about a period in a year. Wishing you guys all the very best and congratulating you for your fun and useful podcast. And this is from Danny from Brazil. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Thank you. That's a great question. I'm cur- I'm wondering what you mean by the semester then, because yeah. what do you think? Do you know? Hmm. The semester. That's interesting. Yeah, because when I think of semester, I think of like school, like first semester, second semester. Right. And I think of like, so then I would, and that leads me to think of seasons because when I'm teaching and somebody says, oh, what semester? I would say, oh, it's the fall, in the fall semester we do this. So I'm I'm curious, maybe Danny, you could write back and let us know like how, Mm. because I bet it's different, right? Yeah. So that's a good point. So there's clearly like um, a bit of a disconnect here, right? And and we're going to, I think you're right, Danny, to start off. You're right to bring this up. It's important. Um, even though, you know, I will say that that does go through my mind sometimes on the show when I say fall, I think about the Southern yeah. Hemisphere. I do think about it, but I don't make that change, you know? Um, so it does go through our minds when we say yeah. a season. and But we still say it the way that it's our, from our reference point. And that really begs like a bigger question, but we're not going to get into that today. You know, what is better for our listeners, Michelle? You know, is it better to raise awareness of those differences by saying it the way that we say it, in case you guys are preparing to move to the Northern Hemisphere, for example, to the U.S., to Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, if we think about our speed, like we don't slow down, right? And we do that because we want to give you guys real English. And so when it comes to like our reference points like seasons, should we mm-hmm. modify that too? Or should we just mm-hmm. say it the way we do? Because that's the way it's said here. If you guys are preparing to move here, it's a really good question. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, yeah, do you are we adapting people to kind of if they want to move here or are we thinking about, you know, it just internationally? So, yeah, good yeah. good question. Yeah, I mean, I think we have listeners in both 
situations, right? We have right. listeners, especially on our IELTS Energy podcast, who are actually moving to Canada, moving to, you know, England. And in that case, you know, the, the fall would be relevant. But then we also have a ton of listeners and you guys are in your home countries and you're enjoying the show from there. So that's just kind of a philosophical question that we don't really need to yeah. get into today. So instead, we're going to give you guys six places where you might get tripped up between the U.S. and other countries because we do things kind of weird here, right? <laughs> that's right. Uh, and some of these are issues of northern to southern hemisphere and some are US, the U.S. just being strange and doing things differently, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. All right. So what's the first one? Yeah, I mean, just before I get into it, I think this episode is just as much for us as it is for you guys, because as Danny said, like, we just want to have this awareness of where things might be disconnected, you know? That's true. Yeah. I mean, so the first one is dates, right? So how are dates written in, well, let's start off with in the U.S. My birthday is August 3rd, 1981. Okay, so I'm Mm -hmm. old. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, Michelle, how would you write my birthday? Right. US. If I'm writing the numbers, I would write 8381. Yeah, 8381. But mm-hmm. if you were in Europe, how mm-hmm. would you write that date? Uh, 388181. Yeah. And if you read 3881 on a piece of paper in the US, what would that be to you? March 8th, 1981. <laughs> So you guys can see the problem here, right? You can see the problem, but it sounds like Michelle, when you lived in in England, you adapted to this really quickly, so it wasn't. Confusing. Yeah, yeah. I was also in school, so I needed to adapt. It was very important to me what the dates were, and okay. so I, I needed to adapt to it. And then I kind of, yeah, coming back, I was like, mm, I kind of like it that way. Um, okay. But and this is in more places than Europe, I believe. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, it might be the rest of the world. <laughs> it might be, guys. Write us in and let us know. But I'm pretty sure when I've traveled to other places, I see it as well. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Yeah, we do things so weird in this country. And <laughs> I don't know. It's strange. I have no excuse. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's about the way we read dates, right? So we tend to say like, well, again, going back to my birthday, you know, I would say I was born on August 3rd, 1981. But I've heard like British people or even in Europe, I've heard people saying more often, I was born on the 3rd of August. Well, we say that too, don't we? Do we say that on the 3rd of August? We might say it. Yep, yep. We could say it. But I feel like it might be more common. So it might have to do with the way that it's being dropped. I've heard people say on on the 3rd August in British English. I think I have. Again, Mm. I don't know if I want to state that definitively because I'm not British and I'm not going to speak (laughs) for the way British people speak. Let's just stick to what we know, Michelle, here. because Okay. (laughs) Because to me, yeah, right. Because on the 3rd of August, I would think like, three years really but yeah maybe Uh, maybe if i'm not sure yeah on the third august oh i see what you're saying right the third august that happened right like okay interesting so basically the date the dates are reversed in the u.s so if you're here and you see 3881 you're talking about march 8th 1981 if you see 8381 you're talking about august 3rd 1981 okay so just know that that's true when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The second one, Michelle, what is it? Military time. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Go ahead. Right. So in many places, um, you know, they use military time, right? So, but in the U.S., we really don't. So you would see something, you know, in outside of the U.S. who would say like, the time is 2310 or 1331 or something, but we just use AM or PM. Yeah, this is something that did take a little getting used to for me when I think I first experienced it living in Japan or maybe living in Paris in college for a semester. Uh, you probably also in, well, actually, did they use this in England, Michelle? Do you remember? Yeah, they'll have it on the top, but nobody actually, I mean, I don't know how it is in other places, but right. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, when we were in uh, England a couple of years ago, we met up with a friend and uh, Dan was trying to say to my friend, he was trying to sound like very British. And he said, oh, well, uh, yeah, so we went there at 1300. And, <laughs> and my, oh, friend, yeah. uh, my friend just like was like, no one, sa- no one actually says that. You know, like you're, you're, you, it's just about what you see and what you might write or something. But nobody or what's on or what's on like a digital clock perhaps right but he was just like making fun of him like no one says third no one says well, let's meet at 1300 that's hilarious that's so yeah. funny dan sounds like a funny guy <laughs> that's oh awesome. he is <laughs> that's awesome so he was like oh are you in the military <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly he was he was trying to blend in and get in with right. the culture but he was wrong so that's just another example. That's example number two, guys, of where there's a bit of a disconnect, right? So in the U.S., we don't use those. You, we won't write that. We will just write 1 p.m. or 1 a.m., okay? So that's just the way it is. That's another disconnect, all right? I mean, so number three, the metric system. So we don't really right. use it in the U.S., although sometimes we talk about running a 10K, running a 5K, True. right? We do. Um, but instead, we use things like miles, inches, and pounds. And actually, I researched this a little bit. I'll leave a link to an article guys on the blog, there have been a few times throughout U.S. history where we've tried to change the system to the metric system, but it never happened, right? Uh And I I got a quote from the article about why, and the quote said this, the benefits of switching are negligible, but the costs are huge. (laughs) Mm. So what does that mean, negligible? Like they don't really matter. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, small. They aren't really there, yeah insignificant. So just to give you guys a sense, don't expect to to necessarily see like kilograms when you're looking for weight in the US. Um, So again, like, let's go back to this, like on the show, if we talk about like, oh, I, you know, this, this fall, I've lost a couple of pounds. We're probably not going to translate that into kilograms. I mean, we could, if we could do the translation quickly, but it begs the question, should we be saying that in pounds or should we be saying that in kilograms or both? Right. It's kind of a philosophical question. Right, right, right. True. So to give our listeners a sense of the translation, if the weight of a small adult, like I weigh about 120 pounds, mm-hmm. uh, what is that in kilograms? Uh, about 54 kilograms. Yeah. And then we have the famous marathon. We talk about running a marathon. Very famous. You guys do it too. It's around the world. We run marathons. It's a big deal. That's 26.2 miles, which is how many mm-hmm. kilometers? 42. Yeah. So that's just another place to watch out, just to be aware. You guys are already aware of this, but this is an interesting question from Danny. So we're bringing it up today. What's the fourth thing, Michelle? Okay. The fourth thing is, sorry, for some reason, my computer went crazy. Oh, that's okay. Ah! Ah! Okay. Ah! Okay. <laughs> the fourth thing is spelling. It's okay. a crazy morning, Michelle. It's a crazy morning. I mean, I like sitting, I've been sitting in this cafe. There's background noise. I'm getting on a plane in a couple of hours. There's no power in my house. So it's Duh. okay if you're feeling a little stressed out today. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's spelling. I mean, so what are the, I mean, so it's weird, right? That in British English, we spell differently than in American English. Right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of differences. There's a ton, actually. I Googled it, and I'm going to leave a link, guys, to the spelling differences. There's actually a ton of differences. But what are some of the big ones? All right. So, for example, uh, sometimes the S and the Z, right? So the word accessorize in British English is spelled A-C-C-E-S-S-O-R-I-S-E, whereas in American English we do A-C-C-E-S-S-O-R-I-Z-E. Yeah, so when we make something in eyes, like to make it a verb, to do something, to add accessories is to accessorize. We That's a common... So we can learn the patterns here, right? And we can make guesses as to the spellings. But just keep that in mind. Americans like to use the Z and British people like to use the S for some reason, right? I don't mm-hmm. know why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how about another example? The O-U-R and O-R like in the word color. So British... Might it might spell it C O L O U R, whereas in American English we just do C O L O R. Exactly. So that's just you know, and I've seen this on the IELTS exam sometimes. Um, I've seen the British spelling occasionally, and you know, if you guys want to know about spelling on the IELTS exam and the writing test, you should come over to IELTS allearsenglish.com. We do answer that question on the blog. Um, But that's regarding an exam. But in general, I mean, I think for our listeners who are not preparing for the IELTS exam, I mean, what what do we want to know about these four tips today, Michelle? What's what's the point? Um, Yeah, that there, you know, there are a lot of big differences, but they're not, you know, usually a huge deal. And you just have to kind of shift mentally, right? Especially if you're living in a new country. Yeah. So I want to say thank you to Danny for reminding us of this important shift. You know, sometimes, you know, Michelle and I have both traveled a lot, actually, compared to the average American person. We've lived abroad. We've traveled. We've learned languages. But sometimes living in the U.S., it's easy to get in our bubble. Do you do you feel that way? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know Um, what it is about our country, but to be honest, like (laughs) it is easy to get in a mental bubble. So I appreciate that Danny reminded us of this. Yeah, yeah, I think that it was a really good question. And yeah, good, really good point. And thank you for bringing it to our attention. Yeah, so we'll try to work with you guys to you know, let, let you guys know of the translations as much as we can. Um, but we're also getting you prepared if you want to move to the US or move to Canada and let you guys know how it's how it's at. Although in Canada, I think they would use they may use the British spelling in some cases too when it comes to spelling. But boom, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, go on over and subscribe to our podcast. That's the way to support our show today to make sure you get these episodes four days a week. All earsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. All right. Awesome. Cool. All right. Thanks, Lindsay. Right, this Michelle. was fun. Yeah, I'm going to go get on a plane and go explore Colorado. I've never been there before. I'm so excited to see the mountains. Have fun. Enjoy. Have a safe trip. Yeah, I'm worried about the altitude a little bit. Let's see how it goes. (laughs) Let us know. Let us know. All right. All right. Take care, Michelle. Talk soon. (laughs) Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.